story number ninety nine of household tales this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. household tales by jacob and wilhelm grimm translated by margaret hunt the spirit in the bottle there was once a poor woodcutter who toiled from early morning till late night when at last he had laid by some money he said to his boy you are my only child i will spend the money which i have earned with the sweat of my brow on your education if you learn some honest trade you can support me in my old age when my limbs have grown stiff and i am obliged to stay at home then the boy went to a high school and learned diligently so that his masters praised him and he remained there a long time when he had worked through two classes but was still not yet perfect in everything the little pittance which the father had earned was all spent and the boy was obliged to return home to him ah said the father sorrowfully i can give you no more and in these hard times i cannot earn a farthing more than will suffice for our daily bread dear father answered the son don't trouble yourself about it if it is god's will it will turn to my advantage i shall soon accustom myself to it when the father wanted to go into the forest to earn money by helping to pile and stack wood and also chop it the son said i will go with you and help you nay my son said the father that would be hard for you you are not accustomed to rough work and will not be able to bear it besides i have only one axe and no money left wherewith to buy another just go to the neighbour answered the son he will lend you his axe until i have earned one for myself the father then borrowed an axe of the neighbour and next morning at break of day they went out into the forest together the son helped his father and was quite merry and brisk about it but when the sun was right over their heads the father said we will rest and have our dinner and then we shall work as well again the son took his bread in his hands and said just you rest father i am not tired i will walk up and down a little in the forest and look for birds nests oh you fool said the father why should you want to run about there afterwards you will be tired and no longer able to raise your arm stay here and sit down beside me the son however went into the forest ate his bread was very merry and peered in among the green branches to see if he could discover a bird's nest anywhere so he went up and down to see if he could find a bird's nest until at last he came to a great dangerous-looking oak which certainly was already many hundred years old and which five men could not have spanned he stood still and looked at it and thought many a bird must have built its nest in that then all at once it seemed to him that he heard a voice he listened and became aware that someone was crying in a very smothered voice let me out let me out he looked around 
but could discover nothing nevertheless he fancied that the voice came out of the ground then he cried where art thou the voice answered i am down here amongst the roots of the oak tree let me out let me out the scholar began to loosen the earth under the tree and search among the roots until at last he found a glass bottle in a little hollow he lifted it up and held it against the light and then saw a creature shaped like a frog springing up and down in it let me out let me out it cried anew and the scholar thinking no evil drew the cork out of the bottle immediately a spirit ascended from it and began to grow and grew so fast that in a very few moments he stood before the scholar a terrible fellow as big as half the tree by which he was standing knowest thou he cried in an awful voice what thy wages are for having let me out no replied the scholar fearlessly how should i know that then i will tell thee cried the spirit i must strangle thee for it thou shouldst have told me that sooner said the scholar for i should then have left thee shut up but my head shall stand fast for all thou canst do more persons than one must be consulted about that more persons here more persons there said the spirit thou shalt have the wages thou hast earned dost thou think that i was shut up there for such a long time as a favour no it was a punishment for me i am the mighty mercurius whoso releases me him must i strangle softly answered the scholar not so fast i must first know that thou really wert shut up in that little bottle and that thou art the right spirit if indeed thou canst get in again i will believe and then thou mayest do as thou wilt with me the spirit said haughtily that is a very trifling feat drew himself together and made himself as small and slender as he had been at first so that he crept through the same opening and right through the neck of the bottle in again scarcely was he within than the scholar thrust the cork he had drawn back into the bottle and threw it among the roots of the oak into its old place and the spirit was betrayed and now the scholar was about to return to his father but the spirit cried very piteously ah do let me out ah do let me out no answered the scholar not a second time he who has once tried to take my life shall not be set free by me now that i have caught him again if thou wilt set me free said the spirit i will give thee so much that thou wilt have plenty all the days of thy life no answered the boy thou wouldst cheat me as thou didst the first time thou art playing away with thy own good luck said the spirit i will do thee no harm but will reward thee richly the scholar thought i will venture it perhaps he will keep his word and anyhow he shall not get the better of me then he took out the cork and the spirit rose up from the bottle as he had done before stretched himself out and became as big as a giant now thou shalt have thy reward said he and handed the scholar a little bag just like a plaster and said 
if thou spreadest one end of this over a wound it will heal and if thou rubbest steel or iron with the other end it will be changed into silver i must just try that said the scholar and went to a tree tore off the bark with his axe and rubbed it with one end of the plaster it immediately closed together and was healed now it is all right he said to the spirit and we can part the spirit thanked him for his release and the boy thanked the spirit for his present and went back to his father where hast thou been racing about said the father why hast thou forgotten thy work i said at once that thou wouldst never get on with anything be easy father i will make it up make it up indeed said the father angrily there's no art in that take care father i will soon hew that tree there so that it will split then he took his plaster rubbed the axe with it and dealt a mighty blow but as the iron had changed into silver the edge turned hello father just look what a bad axe you've given me it has become quite crooked the father was shocked and said ah what hast thou done now i shall have to pay for that and have not the wherewithal and that is all the good i have got by thy work don't get angry said the son i will soon pay for the axe oh thou blockhead cried the father wherewith wilt thou pay for it thou hast nothing but what i give thee these are students tricks that are sticking in thy head but thou hast no idea of woodcutting after a while the scholar said father i can really work no more we had better take a holiday eh what answered he dost thou think i will sit with my hands lying in my lap like thee i must go on working but thou mayest take thyself off home father i am here in this wood for the first time i don't know my way alone do go with me as his anger had now abated the father at last let himself be persuaded and went home with him then he said to the son go and sell thy damaged axe and see what thou canst get for it and i must earn the difference in order to pay the neighbour the son took the axe and carried it into town to a goldsmith who tested it laid it in the scales and said it is worth four hundred talers i have not so much as that by me the son said give me what thou hast i will lend you the rest the goldsmith gave him three hundred talers and remained a hundred in his debt the son thereupon went home and said father i have got the money go and ask the neighbour what he wants for the axe i know that already answered the old man one taler six groschen then give him two talers twelve groschen that is double and enough see i have money in plenty and he gave the father a hundred talers and said you shall never know want live as comfortably as you like good heavens said the father how hast thou come by these riches the scholar then told how all had come to pass and how he trusting in his luck had made such a good hit but with the money that was left he went back to the high school and went on learning more 
and as he could heal all wounds with his plaster he became the most famous doctor in the whole world end of story number ninety nine